Hey, my friends, welcome back. And if you listen to the last two episodes, you're seeing a trend. We announced a brand new sponsor that's on the show, uh, my friend James Swanwick, who has the 30-day no alcohol challenge that has, I've gotten a lot of DMs, a lot of private messages from people on Instagram and Facebook that have actually gone ahead and registered that I'm actually going to be working with one-on-one over the next 30 days as kind of like their sponsor and kind of coach while they're going through the community training that James has set up. Uh, if you didn't listen to the last two episodes, go ahead and do that. One was with Stefan James and James Swanwick, two incredible entrepreneurs that kind of give a brief overview about it. And then the last episode was James sharing his story and also the information about the program that he has set up and how it can really transform your life, even if you're not wanting to stop drinking, but just cut back. And man, the results have been incredible from thousands of people are all around the world that have either stopped drinking or cut back for the month. And the results are phenomenal. So I'm super passionate about this. As I shared on the past couple episodes, uh, this is kind of what started me being two two years, uh, 24 months sober. Uh, I started a 30-day no alcohol challenge basically January 1st, 2017. And now we're in January 2019, two years later. And it's probably one of the best things I've ever done. Not that I had a drinking problem, but I just wanted to be healthier. And the amount of money that I've saved, the amount of time I've been productive, the things I've been able to do, uh, I still go out and socialize and have a good time. And I'll have a, a glass of wine or a drink now or then, now and then. But what James is going to be doing on this special training, this is kind of more a more in-depth webinar about the tools and techniques and the phrases to say to people when you are out and they offer you a drink or you're at a party, how to socialize, how to still connect, how to date sober, all these kind of how-tos around living a life without alcohol, even for a week or two weeks or a month or however long you want to try this out for. These are some really practical tips and techniques on how to uh, socialize sober. So enjoy this. And like I said, click the link below. I've got a special URL that's coded to myself, and anyone who joins through my link will get some bonus offers as well as the th- uh, free 30-day coaching with myself. I'll be kind of your sponsor and mentor through this. So once you join, click the link below here. It's 30-day uh, noalcoholchallenge.com forward slash Quinton, Q-U-I-N-T-O-N. Make sure you use the right link through my link in the show notes. And after you do that, use the calendar to set up a one-on-one call with me. You're going to get a free 45-minute coaching call with me, and I'm going to walk you through this. It's something that I'm really passionate about, so take advantage of this offer. I don't really do promos much, but this is something I'm passionate about, and I just see the benefits that are outstanding. And I'm going to leave you with a outro that I have uh, had recorded at the end of last uh, yesterday's podcast. Listen to that here right now to get you some motivation before I get into James' training. So it's about three minutes. Just listen to the message that I share here. I think it's really, really important to kind of motivate you to get you off the fence and let's rock this out together. So listen to this and then you're going to get James' very in-depth overview training on this episode. Enjoy. Well, you made it to the end. What do you think? Are you in or are you out? Are you going to go by... Another month that's the same old thing, hungover on Saturday and Sunday mornings? Or are you going to take a stand for your life, make a change? If you, Einstein said, insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. If you want to continue doing the same thing, that's all good. But if you want to upgrade your life, upgrade your results, now is the time to make a change. 
And it's these small little choices that compound. And think about what you can accomplish in a month. You've got 30 days, clear-headed, on point, motivated, and plugged in, most importantly, to a community of guys like myself, James, Stefan, and thousands of other people that are starting to hit their goals physically and financially because you're going to have more time, more energy to get clear on what you want to create in your life instead of being in bed hungover or being too broke because you spent all your money out at the bar. I'm going to be sharing with you a couple other things throughout this week that you can actually start building while you are on this path of sobriety and detoxing, cleansing, that's going to blow your freaking mind. Literally 30 days from now, you can have a business up with multiple income streams going. And those of you who want to work with me and coach me to coach and mentor you through this as your sponsor, I'm going to plug you into networks and systems and show you a whole new realm of possibilities that you never even knew existed, my man or my girl. Um, I'm just stoked for you to do this. I, I, this is the first step. Like for all my clients, I recommend them. This is the first step. And then we look at finances. And that's what we're going to be doing later in this week. I'm going to share with some other couple of sponsors that are coming on board. But right now, this is step one, getting your health and mindset right and stopping these addictive behaviors. Because basically, I look back on my life. I was drinking basically every weekend since I was 18. Since I was 18, I would be going to bars, clubs, parties, having at least one drink. I'm a lot older than 18, so I've been doing this for about 20 years, you know. Um, and even before 18, I was drinking. So just think about your own life. When did you start drinking? Calculate. How many months, if any, have you ever been sober in the last 1, 2, 5, 10, 20, 30 years? Let's get real. Let's get real. Take an honest, authentic look at where you're at, but more importantly, where you want to be. So if you want to work with James and I, go ahead, click the link below, share it with some friends. As always, share this episode out. A lot of people can literally get their life changed by this episode, guys. This is so, so, so powerful. And, you know, it's, it's just time. It's time to say enough. And don't just make it for... Uh, one of those New Year's resolutions is say, oh, I'm going to stop doing this or doing that. And then a week later, you're back into it. No, that's why I'm here. I'm going to be your sponsor through this and check in with you daily if you want. I'm committed to you if you're committed to yourself. So prove it by clicking the link, 30daynoalcoholchallenge.com forward slash Quinton, Q-U-I-N-T-O-N. Make sure you use that link because that's coded to myself and that's where you get the bonuses and, and able to work with me. And let's do this, man. Let's do this. Thanks again for tuning in. I love you. Appreciate you. See you on the next episode and share this. Once again, go over to iTunes, leave a review. What do you think? Are you going to do this challenge? If so, let me know on the review. I'm going to check in and see who's leaving reviews, and I appreciate all of them that come in. You can go ahead, as I said before, watch this over on the YouTube channel, Quentin Carlin on YouTube. Just search that. It'll pop up. And let's rock. See ya. We've got 10 seconds from now. All right. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. I am James Swanick, and I am the creator of the 30-Day No Alcohol Challenge, and I'm going to teach you seven ways to socialize without drinking.
Now, I don't just mean socialize like, oh, yeah, I socialize. I mean have fun. I mean party. I mean dance. I mean be the life of the party. I mean everyone going, that guy rocks or that girl rocks. And I love spending time with that person. How do you go out into a social situation and have fun and party without feeling like you need to drink alcohol, without that societal pressure? Okay, so we're going to teach you that. A couple of the first two things I'm going to teach you are kind of like mental things that I say to myself when I go out. Then I'm going to teach you some, some scripts that you can say to people when they're saying to you, oh, go on, just have one drink. Go on. Oh, you're not drinking. Why are you such a little pussy? Or oh, don't be an idiot. Oh, come on, come on. And I'm going to give you some scripts, all right, to say back to people and how you would deliver it to them so they don't bother you about it again. Okay, so you're going to learn that. I'm going to tell you about uh, little tips that I've got that have worked really well when people have been pressuring me, uh, and we're going to do this, all right? So before we start, I just want to welcome everyone here. I can see we've got um, uh, Malte uh, says hello, Adrian Fernandez Kim is here, hello, Kyle from Atlanta, Zach from, from Ottawa is here, Adrian from Cali is watching, we've got Vijar from Toronto, Henry from uh, Yuma, Arizona, we've got Josh from New York in the house, how you doing? Thomas Patton from the Republic of Panama. Uh, and we've got uh, Badzim from Belarus, and we've got someone else from the USA. So we've got plenty of people here from all over the world, so welcome. All right, let's get into this. I don't want to delay by all the introductions, but just uh, before we start, I'm going to give you these tips, these seven easy tips, a little bit about me, okay? So my name's James Swanick. I'm 39 years old as we're recording this today, and uh, I'm Australian, but I live in America. And in the Australian culture, it's very much drink, 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 drink from when you're about 17, 18 years old. You go to 18th birthday parties, you go to 21st birthday parties, and then throughout the ma uh, malehood, if you like, manhood, the Australian man is very much a beer culture. Drink beer, drink wine, go out, get drunk. And I did that, and it was awesome. It was fun as hell. I'm not going to say that it wasn't. I had a great time. I've traveled to 44 countries. Um, I lived in London, in London for four years. Man, they love to drink beer, pints of lager at lunch, uh, and then more pints of lager after after work at nighttime. Um, then I moved over to the US here in 2003, and I went to the Oscars and the Golden Globes because I was a celebrity reporter, and I got to interview movie stars, uh, and I got to go to the MTV Movie Awards. I went to the Playboy Mansion and partied, partied a couple times, and I had so much fun, and I was drinking, 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 right? But... Uh, I also got sick of feeling hungover all the time. So I would go out and party, but then on a Saturday morning, a Sunday morning, I'd drag my ass out of bed and I'd go, oh man, I just feel so ordinary. And I would put on weight and I got fat around the face and uh, I just felt blah. You ever get that feeling? You just feel blah. It's just like, oh, and everything's a struggle. I didn't like the fact that I had some, was carrying some extra weight around my waist. I didn't like my puffy face and I didn't like that I was losing a lot of productivity um, in my life, okay? Um, so I was, I remember I was in uh, um, uh, Austin, Texas in uh, March of 2010. I was at a festival called the South by Southwest Festival and I went out on a Friday night and I had uh, a couple of drinks, not a lot, just a couple of drinks. I had a Bombay Sapphire Gin and Tonic and I drank that and I drank another one and then I went home to my hotel just on the outskirts of Austin that night and I went to sleep. And when I woke up in the morning, I had a terrible hangover, awful hangover. Felt just like a headache. And I only had two drinks. Maybe I was dehydrated, maybe because I'd flown in from Los Angeles that day and maybe the air conditioning in the plane made me more 
dehydrated than usual, but I just felt hungover. And I went to go and have a hangover breakfast in the uh, International House of Pancakes called an IHOP here in the US, which was directly adjacent to the, um, to the hotel I was staying in. And I went there and I sat down. I was like, oh, I feel like death. And I opened up the menus. And the IHOP menus have got these really colorful photos of food, like bacon and eggs and pancakes. And it just looks disgusting. I was like, oh, this looks awful. And I looked around, there were these huge fat Americans just pigging out in this all-you-can-eat buffet breakfast with all the, you know, the unlimited pancakes. And I remember just thinking to myself, man, this is just rock bottom. I just feel like death. This is disgusting food. I'm in a hotel outside of Austin. Man, I'm just going to take a break. I'm going to take a break from alcohol here. I'm just going to see if I can go 30 days without drinking alcohol. And so I began. I started right there on that date and I went 30 days. Now, the first seven days was a little bit tough. I was like, oh, this is a bit awkward, but I really, really, really wanted to feel good. So I just pushed through, okay? Then halfway through, I'm like, man, I'm losing a little bit of weight here. I lost like five pounds after like 14 days. I'm like, man, this is pretty interesting. I was sleeping better. My skin looked better. By the time I got to 30 days, I felt so amazing. And people were saying to me, wow, have you been working out? I hadn't. I hadn't been working out. It's just that my skin looked better because the poison had, was not showing up in my, in my skin because alcohol is a poison, right? Um, and I lost 15 pounds of, my, of, of fat. That's incredible, 15 pounds. And it wasn't like I was going to the gym and working out and really focusing on my food. It was just I wasn't going out drinking. And because I wasn't going out drinking, I wasn't eating late-night burgers. I wasn't eating late-night fries. I wasn't doing all of that kind of crap stuff that you do when you drink. Because it's not just the calories that you put in from the alcohol. It's also the food. It's also the calories that you that you put into your system when you eat the crap food late at night when you're under the influence, right? Because you, you're more inclined to go and stop at McDonald's or have a late-night kebab or have a late-night in-and-out burger if you're in California. So anyway, I got to 30 days and I said, hmm, I wonder if I can go 35 days. Hmm, I wonder if I can go 40 days. Hmm, I wonder if I can go 50. And I just kept going and going and going. And after six months, I kept going. Six months, I'm like, man, the relationships in my life are so much better. Like there's a higher caliber of friend than I'm attracting into my life. My relationship with women was amazing. Like I was a single guy at the time and I was attracting these incredible, beautiful, elegant, sophisticated women into my life, which was completely different from before. It's not that I was attracting terrible women into my life when I was drinking. It's just I noticed there was a real change. There was a real shift. Um, and so I just said, bugger it. I'm just going to keep going. And so I kept going. And then I got to one year and I was back in Austin, back at the South by Southwest Festival. And I ordered a beer to celebrate one year of not drinking. And I went to put it to my mouth. It was a Budweiser. And I smelt it. And I've got to tell you, it smelled bloody good. I really wanted to drink it. But I just put it down. I said, you know what? I'm just going to keep on going. And so I did. I just kept on going. And now it's been five and a half years and I have not touched one drop of alcohol in five and a half years. And i got to tell you, I party like a rock star still. I still go out and party with friends. I'm still the life of the party. I still go out to dinner parties. I still go to uh, dinner functions and birthday parties and weddings. I've been to weddings, not drinking, and I'm the one dancing on the tables and doing all this kind of crazy stuff and having so much fun. And guess what? I wake up in the morning. And I go, I feel amazing. Wow, wasn't that such an amazing night last night? Man, I had so much fun. And I'm fresh and I'm energized. And I go to the gym and I work out and I've got some muscles and I'm feeling lean and I'm strong. And I'm focused on my health. 
and nobody thinks I'm dull. Nobody thinks I'm boring. In fact, people invite me places all the time. They want me there because I'm such a great conversationalist. And why? Because I've mastered the art of not having to drink alcohol to have a good time. I don't have to drink alcohol to go out and have a good time. And on this call, I'm going to teach you how I did it. I'm going to teach you how you can do it, how you can go out and learn and, and party and have a great time and not have to feel like you've got to drink alcohol to do it. You're going to save so much money. You're going to save yourself a hangover. You're going to lose weight. You're going to sleep like a baby. People who've been going through my 30-day no alcohol challenge have been losing like this one woman lost 20 pounds. Uh, another guy said he had hives under his, under his eyes here on his skin. The hives are gone, just gone for 30 days, no alcohol. And then um, uh, another woman struggled to sleep. She was only sleeping four or five hours a night. And then she uh, stopped drinking for 30 days. All of a sudden, she's sleeping seven or eight hours a night. And she's like emailing me saying, James, thank you so much for teaching me how to do this. It was amazing. I'm sleeping better than I've ever had. And all of them are, are improving their clarity and having better relationships. Um, it's, it's amazing. Check out my Instagram, James Swanick, at James Swanick, and you can see some of the testimonials there from people who've gone through the 30-day no alcohol challenge. Just scroll down. But anyway, let's get into it. Just a quick shout-out before I give you these tactics, all right? We've got uh, Mads from Denmark, Dougie from Philly. We've got uh, Ben from Australia, representing Ben. We've got Lewis from Orlando, uh, Bernie Abraham. <laughs> Bernie, how are you, mate? Says, pancakes are tasty. Casey from St. Augustine. Lewis says, uh, bugger, LOL. <laughs> uh, Bernie says, table's going to be a lot of fun. Agus says, hello. And Dougie says, yes, I quit and I have the same experience when I wake up. Super true. Uh, Raman from Vegas, how you doing? Mads from Denmark. And All right, so let's do it. Okay, so number one, all right, let's do this. We're going to do this. Number one tip. Now, the first couple of tips I'm going to give you are very much um, – uh, mental tricks, and then I'm going to give you scripts to say to people when they're challenging you to drink, okay? I'm going to write this on the board. So the number one tip is I like to call I easily only, okay? So let me write this. I easily only. Now, what, what this means is that I easily only drink water when I go out, or I easily only drink soda or sparkling water. Now, I don't like to say I easily only uh, drink non-alcoholic drinks because I just like, to, I want to remove the word alcohol from my vocabulary altogether because if you're thinking about the word alcohol, then you're thinking about alcohol and we want you to, we want to remove that. So before you go out to any social function, before you, whether it's a bar or a party or a restaurant or any kind of thing where there's going to be alcohol, say to yourself, I easily only drink water. Or you can just say soda. Some people like to get, like instead of getting a Bloody Mary, they'll get a Virgin Mary. Sometimes like, instead of getting a cocktail, get a is it a motel? Mocktail? I don't even know what the non-alcoholic version is. But just say this to yourself in your brain. Now, I'll tell you why this is powerful, okay? And again, this is just a mental tip, all right? I'm going to give you practical tips on, on scripts and what to say to people in a second and little ways that you can disguise that you're actually having, that you're not drinking if you like as well. I'm going to give you all these tips. But for now, the first couple, just think of this as a mental exercise, okay? 
So the reason why we're saying I easily only drink water is because what you focus on grows, okay? What you focus on grows. So if you focus on easily only drinking water, the chances are that you will easily only drink water. But if you say to yourself, I'm not going to drink tonight, I'm not going to drink tonight, I'm not going to drink alcohol tonight, then you're just going to focus on the alcohol and it's going to be this big deal and the chances are you're going to reach for that drink, okay? So this is a yes tick and what we don't want to say is I'm not going to drink alcohol tonight this is this is bad I mean it's it, if it works for you fine do whatever it is works for you but this is focusing on the positive I easily only drink water so you're more inclined to easily only drink water or soda this, if you say, I'm not going to drink alcohol tonight, then you'll be spending the whole night going, oh, I'm not going to drink that. I'm not going to order that. And you'll be focusing on it. Okay? So I'll give you one example to prove my point here. I want you to close your eyes right now. As you're watching me do this exercise, okay? I want you to just close your eyes and just listen to my voice. Do it. Close your eyes. Do not think about a pink elephant. Do not think about a pink elephant. Okay, now open your eyes. You thought about a pink elephant, right? Why is that? Because your mind was focusing on what you did not want to do, okay? So when you focus on, I'm not going to drink alcohol tonight, you will focus on drinking alcohol. And it'll be this, this challenge that doesn't need to be, okay? So instead, I easily only drink water, soda. And if you do that, that will stay in your mind. Um, that will keep you focused on the positive, that will mean that you're only drinking water. And I, what I like to do is I like to put, get lime, two pieces of lime, and squeeze the lime. It's not enough to just put the lime you know, over the thing so it looks pretty. I like to get it and squeeze it. Two pieces of lime, lots of ice, stir it around. I drink that. Man, that is so refreshing. That is a delicious drink. And a lot of times, people don't even know that you're not drinking alcohol. I'll, I'll get to that in point three or four, actually. But does this make sense? This is the first tip, okay? We're doing here seven tips on how to socialize without drinking. Does this make sense? Go ahead and just type in the chat box uh, next to me. Well, uh, and we're just about to move on to the second mental tip, okay? We've got Brian from Albuquerque, Juliet in LA, Gail from LA. We've got uh, um, someone from Krakow in Poland. Um, uh, Mad says, is this meant for people with alcohol abuse problems? Listen. I was never an alcoholic, okay? I never abused alcohol in the true sense of what an alcoholic may. I was, uh, alcoholic is, I was just a very good social drinker. I was a binge drinker. I'd go out on the weekends and I would get drunk and I'd do stupid things and I would be hung, I'd be hung over. But I was never like, I needed the alcohol, I absolutely needed it. If that's you, then that's okay. Take some of the things that I'm teaching here. Mostly, for most of the people that I'm helped, it's people where, they feel like they're relying on it in a social setting, okay? And they want to break that habit of drinking. They don't, they're not an alcoholic. They don't have a big alcoholic problem, but maybe it's just affecting some of their relationships in life. Maybe it's they're being hungover. Maybe they're sick of being unhealthy and a little bit overweight and not feeling great, okay? Um, Belgrade, Serbia is, uh, Onjan is here. I hope I pronounced your, your name right. All right, so that's the first tip, okay? So the first tip is... I easily only drink water and soda and always focus on that, uh, the positive, okay? All right. So the second thing is, again, it's another mental tip. And the second thing is I want you to do is I want you to 
to, let's have a look here, commit to having the most fun. Okay, commit to having the most fun. What do I mean by that? So here's the thing. You're watching this right now and you think, based on society and based on culture, that if you go out and don't drink, that you're somehow going to be boring and dull and no one's going to like you and that you're going to be just standing around going, this sucks. I hate the fact that I'm not drinking and everyone else is having fun. Am I right? That's what it is, right? Because what happens? Society and culture has built us up to believe this absolute BS theory that you need to have an alcoholic drink in your hand in order to have fun and do crazy things and be the life of the party. Bullshit. There you go. I said it. Bullshit. Excuse the language. I hope no young children are listening or watching. Commit to having the most fun before you're going out without the alcohol, okay? So I will go out. And I will go, hi, how you doing? Nice to see you. Oh, right, this is going to be so much fun tonight. Yeah, this is awesome. How you doing? Nice to meet you. Right, okay. The music comes on if you're in a bar or a nightclub. Okay. Who wants to dance? Let's dance. Now, you might be thinking to myself, thinking right now as I'm saying, yeah, but I need the alcohol in order for me to feel loose and loosen up and go and do it. Bullshit. You do not need the alcohol in order for you to loosen up. You just need to loosen up. And the way that you do that is by committing to have the most fun. Who said anywhere in life that you need to be drunk and be drinking in order for you to have fun? Who said it? Who created this bullshit theory? It doesn't exist. It's all in your mind. It's all culture. It's all society. And it's all brainwashing. Okay? I go out now. And if I, let's just say I'm going to a bar, for example. There's a, there's a restaurant bar here in uh, West Hollywood called Laurel Hardware. It's on the corner of Santa Monica Boulevard uh, and Laurel Avenue in West Hollywood, okay? It's a very nice bar. There's an outdoor section. And when I walk in there, uh, if I'm meeting friends or whatever, say 9 o'clock on a Thursday, Friday or Saturday night, I walk in there feeling amazing, 10 feet tall, and I get in and I clap my hands and I'm like, right, we're going to have so much fun tonight. How you doing? Great to see you. What's happening on? What's, what's happening? How are you? Oh, okay, terrific. And I order myself a water with a splash of lime and I squeeze it around and I sip on this beautiful water all night. I'll just sip on that all night. I'm feeling refreshed. My skin's getting better. I know I'm going to sleep like a baby later on and I'm having fun. And people don't even know most of the time that I'm not drinking alcohol. Okay, we're going to get, again, we're going to get, as we move down these seven tips, I'm going to give you a couple of little things. But I want you to get your mindset right. Commit to having the most fun. Okay, that means when you're there, I want you to be the life of the party. I want you to have the most fun. And even if you're an introvert and you're not naturally an extroverted person, commit to having as much fun as you can have, the most fun that you can have. And you can do that a number of ways by engaging people in conversation, taking a genuine interest in other people, getting into deeper kind of conversations, or, as you can see, I'm not much of a dancer. Dancing, laughing, joking, having fun, getting your energy levels up like this. I do this. And all of a sudden, my whole state has changed. 
right? If I'm standing here like this and I go, I'm not drinking, this sucks, I can't drink, I'm not going to drink water, look at the other people having fun, I'm a social outcast. Look at me, my shoulders are slumped forward, I've got no energy, I'm like depressed and I'm thinking this sucks, this is like a prison. Man, when's this 30-day challenge going to finish? I've got to get out of this so I can start drinking again. Okay, that's one way. Here's the other way. Oh, how you doing? Great to talk to you. Yeah, what's going on? All right, yeah, let's dance. Come on, come on. Getting the energy up. All of a sudden, look, my shoulders are back, my chest is back. I've changed my whole physical state. Tony Robbins, the motivational coach, does this a lot. If you've ever been to an Unleash the Power Within seminar, he like gets you standing up and like energy, 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 get up, energy. No one's sipping from bottles of vodka stuck in there, hidden in their handbag during that. He's playing music. It's in the middle of the morning. It starts at like 9 o'clock in the morning. And at 10 a.m., it's like a damn rock show. And everyone's jumping up and down. And ah, No one's going, just got to duck outside and have a couple of shots. Everyone's stone sober. So it's possible to get that type of energy and have that much fun at 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock in the morning. Why should it be hard for you to have that much fun at 9 or 10 o'clock at night? So you do not need the alcohol to have fun. Commit to having the most fun. Do not walk in there going, I'm not drinking, this is going to be hell, everyone else is going to be having fun because they're drinking. No. I'm going to be having the most fun because I've got the most energy, I'm the most clear-headed and because I love drinking my soda and I love drinking my water and people are going to remember my name and they're going to remember me. Okay? So there we go, there's step number two. Let's just check again here. Make sure that you can still hear me. Um, uh, let's see, Raman says, people make up their own rules. Michael McCarthy says, the hardest part is staying present without alcohol in a social setting. I'm gonna get to that, Michael. Uh, Aga says, the teenagers are more susceptible. Rebecca says, four and a half years alcohol-free here because I'm curious. Thank you for being here, Rebecca. Thomas Patton says, I don't wanna go out most of the time, but sometimes there are social events you need to attend. Uh, I'm a morning person. By the time we get to the party, I'm either asleep or need the booze to tolerate. All right, we'll get to that as well, Thomas. Trick says, I love going out, love drinking a lot. The past two months I've been doing it sober. It has been extremely fun. I love to hear that, Trick. It's been extremely fun for you to go out doing it sober. Right on. All right, so let's move along here. So there are two little mental tips for you, okay? Now, the third tip is a little bit more practical, um, and that is... What do you say to people when they ask you why you're not drinking, right? Well, what do you say to people when they offer you an alcoholic drink and you don't want to be rude and turn them down? Because this is a common problem, right? You go out, there's a round, if there's a group of three or four guys, it's like, oh, I'll get the round. and Yeah, what do you want, mate? Oh, a beer. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, mate, yeah, no worries. And then all of a sudden, you're like, you feel this pressure that you've got to contribute to the round. Next thing you know, you spent 50 bucks or 50 euros or wherever you are and like your wallet's being just like, oh. Um, so what do you say in those types of conversations, okay? So let's go over a few of them. So what I like to do is I like to have answers ready for when people are uh, asking me why I'm not drinking, all right? So what's the right answer? Well, the right answer is whatever works for you, okay? What I like to say is, uh, let's, have a, let's go over here. Third thing. Here, are, here are a few examples of things that you could say if people ask you why you're not drinking. You could say, uh, I'm, uh, uh, you could say, no thanks. Uh, I have to get up early in the morning. 
Okay? These are just some excuses we can use. Get up early in the morning. Should try and get my handwriting a little bit better, shouldn't I? Um, uh, I'm not drinking right now. Uh, I'm taking a break. I'm taking a break right now. Uh, anything you want, right? Anything you want. Even if these are lies, it's okay to tell a little lie if you want to just deflect, okay? So no thanks. I have to get up early in the morning is a good one. I'm not drinking right now. I'm taking a break right now. No, I really like, and then you, you, and the way that you deliver this is super important, okay? So look at the difference here. If you say, I'm not drinking right now, you might say, say like this, oh, no, 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 I'm not drinking right now. As opposed to, oh, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not drinking right now. I'm not drinking right now. Do you see the difference? So the first one's like, oh, I'm not drinking right now. It's very like timid and scared and worried and concerned and oh, I don't really want to explain it. The other one is you're so confident. He's like, oh, no, I'm not, I'm not drinking right now, which implies that you ordinarily you are a big drinker, okay, but actually you're just not drinking right now. So the way that you deliver your explanation, the way that you deliver your excuse for not drinking is as important, if not more important, than the words that actually come out of your mouth, right? So Tony Robbins, is, just to cite Tony Robbins again, is always saying that in communication with people, it's only 10% what you say and 90% how you say it, okay? So these are just three examples, but you could use any example. It could be like, I quit drinking, right? I quit drinking. That's it. I quit drinking. But if you go, no thanks, I quit drinking, then the other person's going to come in and go, well, what do you mean? Tell me, tell me, tell me more. And then you're going to be like in the Spanish Inquisition. But if you say, ah, oh, no, 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 I quit drinking, I quit drinking. And you say it like with confidence and you're making a little joke about it and you're a little bit fun and it's a little bit cheesy. No one's ever going to be able to make you feel bad about not drinking. It's, it's, it's an impossibility. Okay, here's an example. Someone says, go on, go on, just have one. Once they've, once they've understood that you're not drinking, they go, go on, just have one, have one. This is what I like to say. No, 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 I'm too strong in mind. And do it with a little grin. I'm too strong in mind. Do it with a little smirk, a little smile, you know, a little half smile, I'm too strong in mind. Now, when the person you say that to sees you saying it with that smirk and that smile, they're like, oh, okay. But if you say, if you say, oh, no, 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 I'm not drinking. Then like, go on, go on. Stop being a pussy. Just have one. But if you're saying it with absolute confidence in yourself and you're just like, no, 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 I'm too strong. I'm too strong in mind and make a little joke of it. Then the other person's like, okay, I can handle that. Think of like George Clooney and Jack Nicholson, okay? They're, they're like very cheeky and like everyone, all the women love George Clooney. Why? Because he's got that cheeky little grin and he's, and he's just so confident. And Jack Nicholson, even though Jack Nicholson's been a big drinker and torn it up with all the best Hollywood celebrities, people just love Jack because he's always got that cheeky grin. So put on your own version of a cheeky grin and deliver any of these lines with the cheeky grin or with confidence and no one's going to give a shit. No one's going to give a rat's ass. 
that you're not drinking. I know that you think they are going to give a rat's ass. I know that you think because over the course of the year and your life that you've gone out with these friends and it's just the normal thing to do and drink and they're going to make fun of you. No, they're not. And even if they do make fun of you after you've delivered this with a cheeky grin, are they the kind of friends that you want to hang out with? Like, I mean, I'm not, this is not like get rid of your old friends and start afresh and start new. But honestly, like one of the things, with people who go through the 30-day no alcohol challenge, the official program, they come out the other end and going, you know what, it made me reassess my friendships. And it's again, I'm not saying cut your friends, keep your friends. But just if people are challenging you and trying to get you to do something that you don't want to do, are they really your friends? And just do you need to have a very upfront conversation with them and say, if they keep pushing you, then it's like, you know what, this is important to me and I'm not drinking, you're not going to change my mind, let's just have fun. And if they still can't handle that, then, you know, do what you got to do. What you're going to find is that when you stop drinking, you're going to attract a higher, like a, a different type of person into your life, someone who enjoys conversation and, and enjoys having fun in different things, in different areas. We're going to get to that a little bit as we move forward through this these seven tips, but this is just... Tip number three, all right? So have have um, have scripts ready. Like, no thanks, I'm not drinking right now. I'm taking a break right now. I quit drinking. Uh, or you can, um, uh, uh, oh, oh, here's the other thing. When they're asking you what, what drink do you want your in a round, you just say, that, oh, no, no, no thanks. I'm, I'm not drinking tonight. Um, just, can you just grab me a water? Okay, just grab me a water. That's another one. Just grab me a water. Now here's here, here's a tip on how you can go out there and save a bunch of money when you're going out. You don't want to get stuck in a round. If you get there, if you um, if there's someone who's saying, "Oh, I'll get a round," what would you like? Um, if you say something like a Virgin Mary non-alcoholic drink, or you say a, uh, like a, a ginger ale or a Coca-Cola or something, you're kind of stuck in the round even though your drink's only going to cost, let's say, $2.50 as opposed to their drink, which might cost 10 bucks, depending on which city or country you're in, right? So what I like to do is I like to just set the tone right away at the first round, and if anyone asks me if I want a drink or I go to the drink and I order a drink, I just order a water. Or I'll say to them, no, 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 I'm not drinking, actually. Just, um, just grab me a water. Now, when that person grabs me a water, now I'm not compelled to go and buy them a drink afterwards. I don't have to pay for their champagne or for their beer or for their vodka. I don't have to do that. It's a big thing buying the rounds in Australia. It's part of like a, you know Australian makeshift and culture that you get around. One person buys the drinks and then some other person's got to get the round. But bugger that for the joke. I'd rather be healthy, not hungover, and meet the prettiest girl in, in the place than be, than be paying $100, $150 as you can do in Sydney, in some areas of Sydney these days when you're in around, for buying other people drinks and, and you know, funding their, their alcohol, alcoholic lifestyle. Not alcoholic, but alcohol drinking lifestyle is what I mean. But it doesn't mean that I cut my friends. I'm still hanging out, having fun with them. It's just they're spending all of their money on drinking and I'm spending zero on drinking my water with lime or sometimes I might go and buy a soda water and pay the few bucks or whatever. So... This is the this is the benefit of this, right? Like, just grab me a water. It sets the tone. That person knows you're not drinking. They're not going to ask you again. If they do ask you again later on, if you want to drink, it's ah oh, no no, I'm just on the waters. And you don't say no, I'm just on the waters. Say no no no, I'm just on the waters. And say, oh, go on, have a drink. I'm too strong in mind. I'm too strong in mind. 
why aren't you drinking? I don't understand. Why aren't you drinking? Oh, no, I've got to get up early in the morning. Why, why aren't you drinking? Oh, no, I quit. I quit like five years ago, five and a half years ago. Yeah, I just want to take a break and haven't done it. Oh, my God, really? Well, were you an alcoholic? That's the question you get a lot. No, I wasn't an alcoholic. I just enjoyed taking a 30-day break. I felt amazing afterwards, and I just decided to keep on going. Okay? So, um, no, 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 no thanks, mate. I'm okay. I'm, I'm, I'm taking a break right now. No, no, no. So, I'm all good. Just grab me a water. Is this making sense to you? Go ahead and type in the, in the chat box below. I'll just uh, come and have a read out here and just see. Uh, we've got Trick says, yes, the delivery is key. Henry says, sometimes I go through the whole science behind alcohol and how your body burns it off first before your fats. Rebecca Edwards says, I say it is due to my spiritual practice and to further my career, which is true, ends the negotiation every time and doesn't put anyone on defensive, okay? Um, Trick says, I really think the key is to be fun with it, like James is saying. I think going too into specifics almost ruins the social vibe. Cool. I like that trick. Kyle says, sorry if you talked about this, but I had to step away for a second. How much of drinking is just habit? It's all habit. It's all habit. Think about it. You come home from a day at work, you're like, you're convinced that you're tired and you need the drink. But I'm going to destroy this myth right away, okay? So we'll get a little bit off the seven, seven tips, but I want to address this, okay? So if you're really stressed out, at the end of the day, you might say, oh, I really need a drink just to calm down. And then you go and pour yourself a drink or you open a beer and you have a sip. And what do you do? You put it in and you go, oh, that's better. Oh. And then you take another sip, right? And you put it in, oh. Now, you think that you are feeling better because you've had that drink. And I'm about to prove to you why you're actually not, okay? Let me give you one more example, right? You're going out, you really want to party, you really want to have fun. You go out, you get that drink. Finally, you got the drink. You put the sip into your mouth and you're like, Oh, yes, now I can have fun. Bullshit, and I'll tell you why. Because your brain doesn't register that you've actually put alcohol in your body for five whole minutes after you've taken the first sip. So you get no physical and no mental benefit whatsoever for five minutes from the time that you put alcohol into your mouth. So when you're doing this, like I need a drink, I need a drink, have a drink. Oh, thank God. It doesn't exist. It's just mental. It's all mental. There is no physical change in your body for five minutes. It's actually four minutes and 50, but I rounded it up to five, right? So um, five minutes, five minutes is what it takes for your brain to register that you've just put alcohol in it. So why do you drink it and then go, oh, man, thank God, I feel so much better. Now I, can, now I feel relaxed. No. You're not going to get any seemingly relaxed, relaxed type of feeling from it uh, for at least five minutes. And even then, you're not really getting, you're not feeling relaxed. I'll get into that at a, on another discussion. But it's all habit. It's all habit. You see billboards with people like tequila and George Clooney's advertising tequila and in Mad Men, you see John, John Draper's character uh, who's drinking all the time. And these, these liquor companies, and beer, like the beer ad, the, beer, the Budweiser ads in, in America are all like, um, you know, goofy-looking guys who are all friends and really, really hot girls, you know? And it's all like, oh, the guy's a bit goofy and they're having drinks and equating like drink beer, drink Budweiser beer or calls or whatever it is, and you will be in a group of great friends and you'll be around a group of great women and you'll be really cool and social because you're drinking. And the only way that you're going to be cool and social is if you're drinking. It's bullshit. 
I'm saying bullshit a lot here, aren't I? Hope I can put this on YouTube. Uh, it's bullshit. So it's all habit. It's all habit. It's brain. You've been brainwashed. We've all been brainwashed. Okay, and it's just perpetuated over time and over time and over time. Here, have a drink. It's your 18th birthday. Here, happy 21st. Have a drink. Now you're a man. Now you can go and get drunk and vomit in the garden at your 21st birthday party. It's a nonsense. Okay, you do not need the alcohol to have a good time. You do not need the alcohol to relieve your stress. And the stress that you're feeling is because you're with, having withdrawal symptoms from the very thing that you think is trying to stop your withdrawal symptoms. So. It's just this endless cycle. Alcohol does no benefit to you. It gives you nothing. There's nothing. It's all mental. Okay? So I want you to understand that. All right. So let's move through just before we move into tip four. Is this making sense? Uh, Bernie Abraham says, good habits. Hard to start but easy to live with. Okay? Thanks, Bernie. Quitting TV and drinking has been a huge mind-opening experience, according to Trick D. I love it. It's awesome. Uh, he also says you're finally peering in from the outside and you really see how influential ads, the news and media are towards the masses. Absolutely. Uh, Casey Withrow says, I tell people I am on a cleanse. I like it. And when, when you say that to people, um, Casey, do people make fun of you? I bet they don't. I bet they want to know about it. Tell me about the cleanse. What are the benefits of it? Where do you do it? How much does it cost? Um, it's a great source of conversation. Okay. Uh, all right, let's move on now. We're going to move on to tip number four. Is this making sense? If so, just go ahead and type in there and say, yes, this is making sense, and just let me know that all's okay. Um, all right, so tip number four, again, you can trick people into thinking you are drinking. If you, if you don't feel confident enough to implement tip number three, which is just make fun of it and have your reasons and excuses, you can trick people into thinking that you actually are drinking. Okay, um, here are a couple things that you can do if you want to really trick people, okay? You can get a sparkling water and a lime and people will think it's a vodka tonic. Just get the sparkling water and the wine and stick it in the, uh, uh, a, a shot glass or a, a glass that norm ordinarily you would drink in a, in a vodka and soda and then just, just keep it there and just sip away at it all night, and people will think that you're actually drinking alcohol, okay? Very, very simple. Um, let me just make sure, I think my, here we go. My computer's frozen just a little bit. All right, here we go, we're back again. Um, uh, you can make a Virgin Mary instead of a Bloody Mary. You know, Bloody Mary, I think, has got vodka and the, the tomato juice and the pepper, and it's got the big um, piece of celery stick that comes out of it. Just order a Virgin Mary and drink it, and people will think that it's a Bloody Mary. People will think that it's got alcohol in it, okay? If you go into a, like a house party and, you know, people are handing out plastic cups, it's very easy to disguise the fact that you're not, um, that you're not drinking alcohol. Let's just say everyone's got a red plastic cup at a party, you know? Everyone's drinking out of the same plastic cup. Just put Coke or soda or Sprite or water or whatever you want to put in there and just don't, don't tell people that you're drinking an alcoholic drink. If there's Coca-Cola in there, tell them you're drinking rum and Coke. Um, if you, uh, if you put Sprite in there, tell them you're drinking uh, vodka and Sprite. Just don't tell them. So you can trick people into that. It's really simple. I don't do that. I don't feel like I have to do that anymore because I'm, I'm confident enough that I've handled step three, which is I tell them I don't drink. I'm not drinking. I quit drinking. Not tonight. Nobody gives a shit. 
You think they do, but they don't. And even if they do, who cares? Who really cares? Are you going to go through your life worrying what other people think about you all the time? Are you going to be just a little bitch and just always be worrying, like, what if they think I'm not cool? Oh, my God, I can't go there. Like, honestly, who cares, man? Just live your life. Be confident in yourself. Be confident in the fact that you're not drinking because you want to feel better and because you want something more for your life, because you want to excel, because you want peak physical fitness and peak mental fitness and because you want something better. If you feel like your life is just mediocre right now and you are worried about what other people think, well, let's change it. Because if you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always got. If you want to go from mediocre to living an amazing life, stop focusing on what other people think and just start focusing on what you think and what you care about. Their opinion is none of your business anyway. They own it. They own their thoughts. It's nothing to do with you. Just live your best life, be your best version, feel confident in it, and when people challenge you on it, be too strong, be rock solid like this, and just like, ah, oh, nah, I don't need that. Nah, I'm good. Ah, quit drinking. Nah, I'm too strong in mind. Too strong in mind. You go ahead though. All good. Too strong. Too strong. Okay? So tip number four is, I say tip number four um, hesitantly because um, I don't like to trick people or be misleading, but if it's really an issue for you and you don't feel comfortable with tip number three, then just, just trick them. Just don't, like, just, you know, you can disguise it in a drink, okay? Have you ever disguised uh, your drink? Uh, Clodo Higgins says, everyone thinks it's a G&T. <laughs> cool. Corey says, haha, that's what I'm talking about. Well said. Thank you, Corey. Uh, Trick says, uh, preach, brother. Thanks, Trick. I love it. Uh, Clodo, just to clarify, she said her trick is a tonic with lime and lemon and a straw. You see? Perfect. Perfect. Uh, Bernie says, easy to get into sticky situations when you start lying, though. Yes. And I'm going to give you an example. This is why I don't really like tip number four even though I wanted to present it to you because, like I said, some, some people it's just it's not – it's hard to, to, to feel that confidence and sometimes you want to just – you know, you want to trick people a little bit. But I'll give you an example of when it backfired. I actually – in the first couple of weeks that I quit drinking back in 2010, I went out on a date with a lovely lady called Andrea. I'm still friends with her to this day. I invited her out and I met her at the Jones Bar, which is on Santa Monica Boulevard in West Hollywood. The old Rat Pack, Frank Sinatra and um, Sammy Davis Jr. and um, um, James, not James Dean, uh, what's his name, Dean Lewis? Dean Lewis? I've forgotten his name. Um, anyway, they all hung out there when they were in Los Angeles back in the day in this place called Jones Bar. And I remember I met her there for a drink and I was at the time too self-conscious to admit to her that I wasn't drinking alcohol at the time. So when she came, we had two stools sitting up at the, up at the bar. And uh, I'd already, before she got there, I'd already told the bar manager or the guy who was serving, I said, listen, I'm not drinking. Whenever I order a drink, can you just pour me like a tonic and some lime, uh, but no alcohol? He's like, yeah, sure, man, sure. So when she got there, I said, oh, hey, Andrew, how you doing? Can I get you a drink? She goes, oh, yeah, sure, I'll have a vodka tonic. Okay, vodka tonic and a, uh, and a, and a, gin, and to and a gin and tonic, or, or two vodka tonics, I think I said. And so the guy, because I'd already set it up, would just give me the non-alcoholic version and give her the alcoholic version. So this is me lying and tricking, right? Now, again, I didn't feel comfortable doing it, but I felt 
more comfortable doing that than actually telling her that I didn't drink alcohol because I didn't want her, her to feel awkward and I felt awkward. And this is like in the first couple of weeks of when I was doing my first 30-day no alcohol challenge, right? I, I didn't really understand everything. Um, anyway, I got away with it that night and I ended up dating her. And then about a month later, we were at the Coachella Music Festival, um, which is just outside of Palm Springs in California. And we were hanging out there and she introduced me to a couple of her friends and we just watched Phoenix, the band Phoenix was playing. And um, what's that Australian band? Temper Trap. Temper Trap was there as well. They just sung Sweet Disposition, really cool song. And we were off going to the tent where they served all the drinks. And her friend said to me, oh, James, you know, I'm just getting around of drinks. What would you like? Should I get you a beer? I said, oh, no, no, thanks. I, I don't drink. And Andrea, the girl that I was there, was that channel. She goes, yes, you do. I said, oh, no, 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 I don't. She goes, yes, you do. On our, on our first date, we, we were drinking. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I was actually drinking. Um, uh, I, was, I wasn't drinking any alcohol. I was actually just having the tonic and so, at the soda and the, and the lime. She said, what? And I said, yeah, no, I wasn't drinking. And she said, are you serious? And I said, yeah. And she got really, really angry at me because I misled her, because I tricked her. And she was pissed at me for like the next two hours, walking around Coachella. It's a beautiful evening. There's music playing. And for two hours, it's like she was pissed at me because she felt like I had misled her. And I, and I had. I had misled her. So in that situation, because it was a romantic context and it was a date and there's trust, I lost the trust of her because of that. Now, if you're just meeting people out and you're never going to see them again or they're friends of friends and whatever, you can trick people because it doesn't really matter, right? Or you can just be honest and just say, I don't drink. But I paid a price for it, you know. Luckily, she forgave me, but she was like, it was, it was a real issue, okay? It was a real issue for her, and rightly so because I did, I, I, I tricked her. I did trick her. So I would just be hesitant to try and trick people. Just get confident in yourself and just be upfront with people, you know. And the, the irony of the whole thing is that Andrea, now I caught up for dinner with her a few months ago, ironically at the, the Laurel Hardware restaurant I was just mentioning, and she said, I really admire that you just you still don't drink. It's incredible. Like you're so still so cool and personable and outgoing. I really admire it about you. So the, the very people who are, the, the very person who I was scared of, like how she might judge me, she's the one who's admiring me for actually not drinking. You see what I mean? You see how, see how this all fits into, into like just feeling, letting go of the pressure, the societal pressure of having to drink. Okay? It's bullshit. You don't need it. All right? And people end up admiring you. That's the thing. People, some people in the beginning might go, oh, he's drunk. He was an alcoholic. Oh, it's too much. By the end of it, they're like, oh, man, I admire that about you. Tell me more. What are the results that you had? And people start thinking, going, oh, this is, this is interesting. Um, all right, let's move forward here. Um, Anjan says, don't drink it. Say you've got enough. But for the starters, James already said it. Try not lying from the beginning. I agree. Uh, just don't lie from the beginning is probably better. Louis uh, Guerra says, Dean Martin, that was his name. Yes, thank you very much. Um, all right, let's carry on here. Uh, thank you for your comments. I appreciate that. Well, how many have we done? We've done four, right? So, oh, yeah, okay, number two, number five is if, if you're a guest and you're going to a party and you've been invited and usually you want to take a bottle of wine to say thank you or whatever, just take cranberry juice or orange juice instead, okay? I'll put this on the board here. Um, uh, let me just do this here. So when you're a guest, uh, uh, take cranberry or orange juice 
to parties. Okay, because when someone invites you to a party, you should go with something. I don't know whether it's the same in your culture, um, but in my culture in, in Australia, if you, someone invites you to their home and you go over there, you want to take something with you, right? Just to say thank you for hosting and here you go. So uh, I, I instead of when I stopped, stopped drinking, I didn't want to walk in with a bottle of wine or a bottle of liquor or whatever like that because I don't drink. And I don't want to go and buy a bottle of damn wine. But every host loves having mixers for people who are having the alcoholic drinks, right, for vodka. So I just walk in with cranberry or orange juice and they're like, oh, thank you so much. Sometimes I'll get soda like Sprite or Coke. And that sets the tone as well because the person's like, oh, thank you so much. Uh, what can I get you on a wine? It's, oh, no, no, thanks, I'm not drinking. Oh, okay, right. Oh, well, how about a cranberry and orange juice? Yeah, cool. that'd be awesome. So you've given a gift. You've come giving a gift, but it's not alcoholic. Do not go and buy. If, you, if you're honestly trying to quit drinking, or scale back, don't buy a bottle of vodka, wine to go and take as a gift to someone. Take cranberry orange juice, take alcoholic drinks. You don't want to even be carrying that stuff in your hand, okay? You want it out of sight, out of mind. And people who who, um, who, who host the parties are gonna be very uh, eternally grateful for that, okay? The other thing is, is that you want something to drink. Sometimes people have only got beer and wine, they didn't even think that, that anyone would not be drinking alcohol. So if there's nothing there, you actually want to drink the orange juice or the cranberry juice, right? Um, and again, that will give you something sweet to drink. Um, you can, you know, you can put it in a fancy glass. It can look like you're drinking a vodka orange juice. People aren't going to ask questions. You can just be sipping away on your orange juice. All right. So take to a party something that you want to uh, that you want to drink yourself. Okay. Uh, Clodagh says a, a gift for the house or a plant or something that you made. Yeah, absolutely. Um, jam or chutney, take that as a gift, terrific. Uh, I like it, good, uh, good tip. Um, okay, so uh, tip number six, okay, in terms of conversations. A lot of people say to me, um, yeah, but I need the alcohol to socialize and feel good and it's hard for me to open up and I feel like I'm not, I'm not my, my true self if I'm not drinking. Um, here's a couple, this is people skills, first and foremost, right? But it equates to this thing. This is the most important thing that you can do. If you feel awkward because you're not drinking, right? If you still feel awkward, even despite the little tips we've gone through, this is what I do, okay? So let me just write this here, okay? Be genuinely, genuinely interested in other people. Be genuinely interested in other people. This is tip number five, okay? Be genuinely interested in other people. Now, what does this mean? This means conversation because you're going to be having conversation with people and when you ask someone about their life and you become genuinely interested in what they have to say they feel a connection with you they feel a connection with you that's far greater than any connection they will feel uh, from you if it's just you drinking together okay when you become genuinely interested in other people and you say tell me about yourself and then you listen intently and the person says something and then you pick up on that something and then you say, that sounds really interesting, tell me more. And then that person feels like you are genuinely interested in them. Whether you're drinking alcohol or not ceases to be an issue if it ever was an issue at all. 
what becomes the issue is that person likes you. That person feels a connection with you because you are genuinely interested in that other person. So you go out, you're in a bar, your restaurant, you're at a party, um, Sunday session, there's people around, they're ordering drinks, everyone's coming in, they're drinking, you walk in and you say, no thanks, just grab a water. People start asking you questions, why aren't you drinking? Ah, I'm just too strong in mind. Ah, I quit a little bit, I'm taking a little break right now. And you feel really like, oh, this is so tough because I'm the only one who's not drinking. The way that you push yourself through that and get out of that is by becoming genuinely interested in all the other people at that table or at that party or whoever it is that you're talking to. A great question is, tell me about yourself. So or, or what I like to do is I always start with, hey, my name's James. What's yours? Mike, Mike, how you doing, mate? What's your story? What's your story? It's a great question. Let me just write it down here. Uh, we'll do it here. What's your story okay what's your story great question because if you say what do you do what a crap question because that doesn't tell you anything about that person it just tells you what they do and most people aren't defined by what they do okay and if you say what do you do they'll say oh, I'm a lawyer or I work here and you go oh okay that's cool what do you do oh I do this blah, blah, blah. well this conversation sucks I need a drink, <laughs> right? What's a better question is, hey, hey man, I'm James, how you doing? What's your name? Mike, Mike, nice to meet you, man. What's your story? Now, when you say what's your story, Mike or whoever it is you're asking that question to can say anything. They might say, they might talk about their job or they might say, if someone asks me that question, like some, just pretend you ask me the question, ask me the question. Hey, nice to meet you, James, what's your story? Hi man, yeah, nice to talk to you. Yeah, I, um, you know, I'm Australian. I've been living here in LA for about ten years, and um, you know, I really love health and fitness. I'm really into health and fitness, and I've got this podcast called the James Swanick Show on iTunes, and I just love to talk about health. And I created this challenge called the Thirty Day No Alcohol Challenge, which inspires people. I'm just really into that kind of stuff. It's so much fun. Now, isn't that a, 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 that, that's that's a possible answer that I could give, right? As opposed to someone asking me. Hey, James, oh, nice to meet you, James. Yeah, what do you do? Oh, yeah, I do sell information products or, yeah, I work in, work in health and fitness, yeah. That's a dull answer, right? You asked a dumb question or you asked a dull question which got a dull response. But when you ask an exciting question, and it's a question that's designed to elicit a certain response to give you information, then the conversation can go off on all kinds of tangents. I talk about this a lot in my People Skills Reboot product, actually. If you want to check it out, just go to jameswanick.com forward slash people. But again, when you're drinking, or sorry, when you're going out and you don't want to drink and you just want to get out of that kind of like that issue with, um, you know, you need the alcohol to be, to be a good conversationalist and that you need the drink in order to be able to open up or you need the drink in order to be able to talk to the pretty girl or you need the drink to be able to go in there and say, hi, I'm such and such. It's bullshit. You don't need it. You don't need it. All you need is good skills, good tools in your tool belt that will help you in conversation. And a great start is watch your story and then be genuinely interested. So I don't want you to be pretending to be interested in what they have to say and going, well, James Swanick told me on that YouTube video that one time that I should just pretend to be. That's not it. I'm saying be genuinely interested. It's up to you to find what it is about that person that genuinely interests you. And then when you ask that person about that and you talk about that, connection is made. Who gives a shit 
if it's with a beer in your hand or not. You don't need it. You don't need the alcohol. Just be genuinely interested in other people. Ask good questions. Don't ask questions that require a yes or no answer. And just and you will create a connection with people. Does this make sense? We're gonna we're on the homeward stretch. We're gonna do two more. By the way, if at any time that you would like to join the 30 Day No Alcohol Challenge, I'm gonna tell you about it at the end. But the 30 Day No Alcohol Challenge is a little membership group that I have. People who join, I walk them through 30 days without drinking. I send you a daily video every day, day one, day two, day three. Get to go into a closed Facebook group and you meet other people. Um, I'm gonna tell you a little bit about that once we finish these last two tips, okay? But if you wanna check it out now and you just wanna figure out what it is, just it, underneath this video right now, you can see it says um, in the about section, it says join the challenge. So just click on that link and you'll see there's a video there and there's a little sign up button. So if you wanna do that, um, you can go ahead and do that now if you've seen seen enough. Otherwise, just hang on. I'm going to tell you a little bit more about it after we finish these seven tips, okay? Let's just get at a couple of little comments here. Uh, Clota says, people love to talk about themselves. Yes, they do. They love the topic of them. Pavlis94 says, when I'm not drinking, I stop wanting to hang out with people that do drink. It's difficult to relate at some point with them. Clota says, off your alcohol intake and back to them and make them feel good about themselves. It's easier when you're sober. Yes, it is. I love it. Uh, Pablo's also said you can go with alcohol-free beer. You can go with alcohol-free beer uh, if you really enjoy the taste of alcohol-free beer. I've had it. It doesn't taste that good, in my opinion. Um, all right, we're on the homeward stretch here. Let's go on to uh, tip... Uh, actually, we're on tip seven. I said we were two more to go, but um, tip seven. Okay, this is a cool one. I like this. It's not what you're going to expect, all right? But tip seven is... You're going to like this. I think you're gonna like this. I hope you're gonna like this. Um, make a plan for the next morning. Make a plan for the next morning. Now, what happens when you make a plan for the next morning? Let's just say you make a plan for the next morning on a Saturday morning. 7 a.m. or 10 a.m. or 8 a.m. When you make a plan to get up and exercise, when you make a plan to go and meet someone for an early morning coffee, when you make a plan to go to the gym, when you make a plan to go on a morning hike, when you make a plan to go for a morning swim, when you make a plan to go for a morning walk, when you make a plan to get up and do some work and you commit to doing that, what happens to the night before when you're out supposedly drinking? Because you're conscious of that, you don't drink. Or, this is before you've seen my tips, obviously, if you were drinking, you would say, I've got to go at midnight, and you would go home. So when you're out the night before, and you're having fun, and you're dancing, and you know that you have this thing to get up to, up for the next morning, you're more inclined to go home earlier. When I lived in New York City back in 2007, I was there, living in the West Village. I was on the corner of West 12th and Greenwich Street in the West Village. And this is when I was drinking and I would go out. And I realized that the times that I got myself into trouble in terms of spending a lot of money and eating crap food was between 1 a.m. and 4 a.m. Because I would go out past 1 a.m. and like, by 1 a.m. I was had a bit of a buzz on. I'd been drinking some alcohol and was having fun. And then at that point, people were like, let's go to this bar. Let's go to this bar. Let's go to another place. Hey, there's an after party here. Let's go to this after party. And I realized that I was doing the most damage to myself between uh, after 1 a.m., between 1 and 4, because I'd go there, I'd have a late-night pizza at 3 o'clock in the morning, 
or I'd go to a party and I'd eat Doritos and chips and eat, drink more beer and maybe I'd smoke some cigarettes. I used to smoke cigarettes. And so what I said was, I convinced myself, nothing good happens after 1 a.m. anyway. It was my little mantra that I experimented with. I said, James, nothing good happens after 1 a.m. anyway. Nothing good, hap good happens after 1 a.m. And so what I did was, I just set this goal at 1 a.m., bang, that's it. Wherever I am, no matter how much fun I'm having, whoever I'm with, I'm getting in a taxi, I'm going back to my apartment. And I did that. And guess what? I slept in to like 9 but I got like almost eight hours sleep. And so my hangover wasn't nearly as bad. I woke up fresh and I had the whole day to do stuff. I'll tell you what I do on my Saturday mornings now and my Sunday mornings, okay? This is what I do. First of all, I go to sleep on a Friday night around 11 or midnight. I'll still go out, I'll have fun, I'll dance, I'll have a great time, but then I'll go home and then I'll get up just this last Saturday morning, I got up at 6.45, I got in my car, I drove over, I picked up a lovely lady, we went up to Griffith Park Observatory and we did a hike starting at 7.30 in the morning. We hiked all the way out to Griffith Observatory. In fact, if you go onto my Instagram account, uh, it's right here, you can see there's a photo that I took just the other day on Griffith Park Observatory and I took that at, doesn't say what time I took it actually, um, but uh, it was probably about eight o'clock in the morning. So because I knew I had to get up the next morning at seven at 6.45 to go and grab my friend and then go for the hike, I didn't stay out late on Friday night. And so I didn't drink. I mean, I don't, I don't drink anyways. I haven't drunk since 2010, but you get the idea, right? So if you want to ensure that you don't drink alcohol the next uh, that night, make a plan for the morning. An early morning plan is a good one. I like, and here are some things that you can do, right? Here are some things you can do. You can do yoga, running, swimming, uh, errands, coffee, coffee date, um, uh, catch up on work, um, uh, what else could you do? Um, give me give me some ideas. Type in some ideas in here, some other things that you can do on a Saturday or Sunday morning when you wake up and do it, right? Uh, yoga, running, uh, hike, meditation. Um, you could do um, uh, farmer's market. Do your grocery shopping at the farmer's market. Man, when you wake up on a Saturday morning, and you've got the whole weekend ahead of you and you do not feel hungover, you go like this, you go, oh, yes. And then you go and exercise. I'll either go to the gym, okay? I go to the Crunch Gym here on, in West Hollywood. It's on, on the corner of Sunset Boulevard and Crescent, uh, Crescent Heights Boulevard. It's Crunch Gym in the Sunset Five Plaza. And I'll go up there and I'll go to the gym and I'll work out or I'll do the group class where it's uh, kind of like um, uh, we're doing very light weights, some jumping around. I get a sweat on, and that starts at uh, is it eight or nine? It starts at eight in the morning. I'm back in my apartment by quarter past nine, where I jump in the shower. I get out. I make myself some breakfast. I sit down and I have this beautiful breakfast. It's nine thirty, nine forty-five, and I am ready to rock. The whole weekend is ahead of me. Now I can go shopping. Uh, if I if I want to do shopping, sound like a bit of a woman there. I can go shopping. Uh, 
I can go and run errands. I can meet up with a friend. I can uh, go to the beach. Obviously, I live by the beach here. If you don't live by the beach, it doesn't matter. You can go for a hike. I catch up on some work. I can read a book. I read a book a day now because I've just got all this time and this energy, and it feels amazing. If you go out on a Friday night or on a Saturday night and you're out till 3, 4 o'clock in the morning, you're drinking heavily and you're going home and you're going to sleep and you're waking up at like 10 or 11 and you drag yourself out of bed, then you're going, let's go and get a bacon and eggs and let's have a hangover breakfast and uh, the day's got away from you. The day's got away from you. It's like lunchtime before you're even really even working until your body's actually functioning. What a waste of your life, in my opinion. Now, some people might say, yeah, but what about all the fun I had? until four or five o'clock in the morning. Okay, you don't need, you need to drink to have that fun though, did you? You can stay out till four or five in the morning if you want, just don't drink. Because then when you go to sleep, it's easier to wake up and yeah, you might feel a little bit tired, but at least you're not hangover tired. At least you're not hating life, okay? So make a plan for the next morning because then you'll be inclined to either A, not go out at all, or B, cut your night short. And set yourself a deadline. 12 o'clock, I'm going home no matter what. Got to get up at 6. Then it's really easy to say to people, by the way, the truth, which is, sorry, not drinking tonight. I've got to get up early in the morning. Now you don't have to trick anyone. Now you don't have to lie. Now you've got a reason. Now you've got a valid excuse. And that valid excuse is going to make you feel amazing and love life alcohol-free anyway. Okay? So there were seven tips for you to socialize without drinking, all right? Thank you so much for being here. If you want to take the next step and you want to move forward and you want me to hold your hand through it and really like help you get through day one, day two, day three, day four, day five, day six, day seven, come and join me in the 30-day no alcohol challenge, okay? Let me tell you a little bit about it. So people who sign up for it, okay, uh, I send you these videos beforehand which walks you through how to prepare to take a break from alcohol how to get rid of the things in your house, get rid of visual cues, how to build yourself up for the date that you actually start, okay? You're gonna join this closed Facebook group where there are all these other people around who've successfully taken the challenge or who are doing the challenge, okay? And they are going to, uh, you're gonna go in that closed Facebook group, you're gonna say, hey, I'm John, or I'm Vanessa, or I'm Christy, whatever, and people are gonna come in and go, welcome, it's so great to have you here. This is what got me through the first few days when I quit, this is what got me through week seven, I lost all this weight, it's amazing, we support you. Then along the way, you just type in how you're feeling, if you're feeling stuck, or you feel like you wanna go out and drink, you can type it in there, and we'll all come to your aid and say, no, you don't need to do it, it's okay, you can do this, you got this. And so we help you and we support you. Every single day I'm going to send you a video. It ranges from the shortest one's five minutes, the longest one's 25 minutes. I send it at about, I think, 5 a.m. every morning in your, wherever you are in the world. So when, when you wake up in the morning and you reach over to your phone, you can just open it up and there'll be an email from me with a little video where I teach you a little ninja tactic on how you can get through that day without drinking the alcohol. Okay, sometimes it's me interviewing other friends of mine who don't drink at all. Sometimes it's me interviewing a habit person uh, who's just mastered how to get control your habits. Uh, I interviewed John Gray, who wrote the book Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus, and he does a lot of stuff on psychology and how you can trick your mind into not drinking alcohol and only drinking non-alcoholic drinks. So I walk you through every step of those 30 days. Now, to be clear, this is not me saying quit drinking forever. You don't have to do that. This is just me saying quit drinking for 30 days. That's it, just for 30 days. 
Why? So you can see what body changes you have, what mental and clarity changes you have, how your relationships change. It's just to give you a glimpse, okay, of what it feels like to go alcohol-free. Just a glimpse. On day 31, you want to go back to drinking? Go back to drinking. A lot of people do go back to drinking, but they do it at a vastly reduced rate. So the goal here is not to get me to get you to quit drinking forever. I've just chosen to go five and a half years because it just feels bloody good, quite frankly. And I figured I'm just, if it feels good, I'm just gonna keep on going. I'm not gonna stop. But if you wanna go back to drinking and you wanna have the occasional wine or champagne, or sometimes you wanna go out and have a blowout and get drunk and have fun, do it. That's okay. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying the reason that you're watching this right now is because you wanna see what it's like to feel amazing every day. If you feel mediocre in your life right now, you're carrying a few extra pounds, you can't sleep at night properly, you're stressed, maybe it's because of the alcohol. And if we could cut out that habit for just 30 days, I'm confident you're gonna get an idea about what it's like to live alcohol-free and really excel in all areas of your life, your love life, your physical health, your mental clarity. So I'd love for you to join me uh, in the challenge, okay? Now, there's a link directly underneath this uh, video that you're watching right now in the about section says join the challenge okay now to be clear there is a cost to it okay it's $67 American wherever you are in the in the in the world it's $67 American okay and it's $67 a month now why do I do that so you can do the month and I will walk you through and you'll get to the 30 days, and at the end of the 30 days, you can just cancel the recurring. Like You don't have to pay on a monthly basis. But on day 31 and beyond, guess what? I keep sending you new content. I keep you in the group. You're in the Facebook group forever. You are there, and I start talking about a whole lot of other things to do with health and fitness and feeling amazing and feeling incredible. Things like um, eating good fats instead of bad fats, Things like um, how to wake up early in the morning and jump out of bed. Um, what kind of drink, non-alcoholic drinks I drink besides like the water and the soda that makes me feel good. Healthy juices, um, productivity tips, there's a whole lot of things. So uh, obviously I want you to stay in there ongoing because it's going to help you. It's going to transform your life. And here's the other thing. I do two live coaching calls every month, right? Every other week I get on a live call and you can ask me questions. Okay, you can ask me questions ongoing. So when you're in that VIP group, it's called the VIP group of um, the 30 Day No Alcohol Challenge. Every two weeks, you're going to get a live call where I'm going to talk for an hour, hour and a half, and you'll have an opportunity to ask me questions. Okay, so it's $67 a month. Okay, if you want to join, and you want to get in now, then just go ahead and click on that link in the below the video right now. It will take you through to a video page of me. There's another button there. It says, um, click to, let me just click it right now so it can be absolutely clear. There's a video will come up of me, um, and then below there, there's hey a there, thing I'm that just says, claim your spot now. So just click on that claim your spot now button, and then uh, you can see there, you see everything you get, you're gonna get all these bonuses. I'm gonna teach you how to sleep as well, sleep hacks. If you're a woman, how to get your body fat down from 20, down a few percent, how to lose weight. If you're a man, how to finally get ripped and lose that belly around here. There's a whole lot of bonuses in there. Um, again, it's $67 a month. It's a tight, think of it this way. How much money do you spend on alcohol when you go out? Like just do a math right now as we're talking. Figure out what you spent on alcohol on last week, 
okay, just throughout the week, either buying a bottle of wine or buying a bottle of uh, vodka or buying someone else drinks or having a few drinks with dinner. Can you just figure that out of your mind over the last seven days? I'll give you 10 seconds to think about that. How much money? Think about it. Rough estimate. Okay, rough estimate. You got it? All right, now I want you to multiply it by four, which gets you one month, okay? That gets you one month. So one month in 30 days, that's how much money you spend on alcohol. Now, you haven't really factored in alcohol-related activities either, right? Because when you go out, there's the extra cost of taxis, there's the extra cost of eating late-night meals, you maybe you get a parking ticket, maybe you get a speeding ticket, maybe you get pulled over for a DUI, maybe you end up buying something because you're drunk or you're under the influence of alcohol that ordinarily you wouldn't buy. Maybe it's the dinner, maybe it's the dessert you have because everything's flowing and you just like getting into it. So whatever that figure was that you just got, now add another 25% to it, or maybe even 33%, that's probably more around what it is, what you are actually spending on alcohol every month. Okay, now we haven't even got to the, to the real figure here because how many days are you sick? Do you get sick often? Do you get sick? And when you get sick, are you unable to work? Maybe you paid in an hourly job and because of that, you can't earn your hourly wage. And so how much does that cost you? There's an opportunity cost there, right? Because now you haven't been able to, to work, you haven't been able to get paid, and so now you've got to add that onto your monthly expense for how much you spend on alcohol. Now, also, I want you to think about this. How often do you have to buy like cold and flu tablets or uh, how often do you need to buy some kind of those drugs to make you feel better because you get the flu, because you've been drinking alcohol or because you're hungover? How about the money that you go and spend on the greasy breakfast to try and cure yourself of the hangover? How about the ibuprofen or the, uh, the anti-inflammatories that you take that you have to buy in order to rid yourself of hangovers and rid yourself from feeling like crap? You've got to add that into it, right? So there's a real cost, a financial cost of when you do alcohol. Is this making sense? Can you type in the box there and let me know how much money you suspect you spend on, on, on alcohol? So Derek Ford says, tired of leaving my apartment with $120 and waking up the next morning with less than $20. Yeah, so there you go. It's $100. Um, uh, Clota says, super cool tip for guys. Invite a girl on a day date of walking and coffee is very attractive to a woman who would like to move away from the boring guys. So well said. I don't take any girls on dates closer to bars or restaurants. I take them on walking dates. That's why I go to Griffith Park. and That's why I went to Griffith Park last Saturday morning. Um, Hicks Boson says, making plans for the next morning is gold. I hit the gym on 10 a.m. Saturday. I'm getting stronger, way faster than my gym buddy who drinks on Friday night and sleeps all Saturday. Nice one. I like that. Um, how much money do you spend? Like, figure it out. Like, just put it in your, type it in the chat box right now and tell me how much money you spend. Listen, if you want to join me in the 30 day no alcohol challenge, come in. All that money that you spend, just pay $67 for 30 days to come into the 30 day no alcohol challenge. I'll save you what you just spent. So it's kind of like, you pay me $1, I'll save you $10. Because whatever it is you're going to pay, for the 30 day no alcohol challenge, you're probably spending five or 10 times more on that, right? So for $67 a month, you'll come in, I will walk you through, I'll hold your hand. It's a turnkey solution. You're gonna get videos, it's gonna say day one, this is what I want you to do today. Day two, this is how we're gonna get through today. Day three, this is how we're gonna get through today. I'm gonna to hold your hand every step of the way, okay? I'm gonna help you do this. And you get to go into that closed Facebook group where all these hundreds of other people 
who've gone there and been doing this successfully are going to come in and support you and help you. I'm going to hold your hand through those 30 days and beyond. You're also going to get live calls where you can ask me questions like this on an ongoing basis. This is just one one I do for the general public, but most of them are closed just for the people who are in the, the actual challenge. And, and likewise, if there's somebody else that you think would benefit from this, get that link from below the video and just send it to them. Or just get the link from this video that right now it's going to live on YouTube and just send it to someone. In fact, if you're watching this on a replay right now, just grab this link, grab this, video, this, this, this YouTube video and post it on your Facebook page or send it to a friend of yours who drinks a lot says, hey, do you want to do this? Or tag them in a Facebook post if you want, if you post it on, on, on your Facebook. But just think of someone in your own life who could really benefit from taking, taking uh, a 30-day break. Can you think of someone? Just think of one person who you think maybe they're drinking a bit too much and you'd like to see them get healthier and lose weight and sleep better and save more money. Can you think, have you got that person? So just get the link from underneath this video. It's right in there. 30daynoalcoholchallenge.com and just send it to them or post it on your Facebook page right now or just take this, this link and, and send it to them. Um, one last time, it's, it's $67 a month. It's nothing. Think about what you spend. I mean, I, when I was drinking, I would go out and spend $150 in a night. Easy, easy. In New York City, sometimes it was more. And even if you're in a place where alcohol is not that expensive, where it's kind of cheap, if you go out to dinner and you have drinks, what ordinarily might cost you 20 bucks for the meal ends up costing you 50 bucks when you add in all of the alcohol. Plus, because you had the drinks and everything's flowing, you're more inclined to order dessert, so that adds more cost into it. Then because you've had a few drinks, you've got to get a taxi home, then the taxi costs money. And then you wake up hungover the next day and you're hungover and you've got to go on. You don't want to eat your cereal at home. You need to go out and have a greasy breakfast to make yourself feel good, even though greasy breakfast doesn't make you feel good. Um, it's going to like, it adds up. It adds up. So, um, 30 day no alcohol challenge. I'll just write it here, okay? 30 day no alcohol challenge dot com. 30daynoalcoholchallenge.com is the website. Uh, if you've signed up now while we're on the call, then just go ahead and, and let me know that you've done that. Uh, who's doing it? Who's in? Just type in a little thing here. Kevin, uh, Kevin says weekend spending is $20 easily times four equals $80, and the bartender usually gives me a soda water with lime for free. Nice one, Kevin. Big shout out to you. Bernie Abraham says great talk, James. Thank you, Bernie. Great to have you here. Um, Clodagh says, curveball for you, James, on the money. My company has fridges full of beer, cider, and wine. It's part of our corporate culture. How would you deal with that situation day in, day out? I would say, that's awesome. You guys go right ahead. But my company culture is I like to be alcohol-free. That's it. Just, it's okay. Again, make it just a light of it. Ah, it's all right. That's cool. Part of the company culture. That's great. No, nah, no, nah, quit drinking. Don't freak out about it. Don't go, well, you guys should be drinking. You should do the 30-day no alcohol challenge. Nobody likes to be preached to, okay? I hope you don't think that I'm preaching to you. This is not what this is about. This is just designed to help you re-explore your relationship with alcohol, okay? It's just to give you a glimpse into what it's like. Now, if you want to see a fat photo of me, like go to that site, 30daynoalcoholchallenge.com, and just watch a little bit of the video. You'll see a picture of me and Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston is the Hollywood actress, used to be married to Brad Pitt. She, was the, she played uh, Rachel in Friends. Um, go to 30daynoalcoholchallenge.com or click on that button down below, just below this video where you're watching right now, 
and just click on that and you'll see a photo of me when I was drinking and you can see the difference, like see the difference in my face. I've got bags under my eyes, my face is fuller, I'm puffy, I was really unhealthy. Um, I wasn't really unhealthy, it's just I was fat. I wasn't actually fat, I was just fatter. Um, and because I was because I was drinking, I was, I was drinking alcohol and all the crap that I ate when I was drinking the alcohol. So if you want to see a photo of me and the, the before and after, compare then to now, just go there now and just and have a look and have a little giggle if you want. Um, and if you'd like to join the 30 Day No Alcohol Challenge, like I said, it's just 67 bucks a month. Get in there, and I will walk you through it. Okay, I'm gonna, literally every day, day one video, day two video, day three video. You're going to get it delivered to your inbox. It's going to come up, and I'm going to go, hey. You're on day three. Today, we're going to talk about what to say to people when they're pressuring you into having a drink. We're going to just do a whole video just focused on that. We'll have more scripts, more little tips, more little things that you can do. And a lot of these times, in order to really succeed, you need to have an accountability. You need to have an accountability partner or an accountability group. You need someone to be there with you. So let me be there with you. Let me be there with you, okay? When you join up the official 30-day now alcohol challenge, I'm going to be there with you. I'm going to be in your inbox every day. I'm going to chat to you on the, in the closed Facebook group. You can ask me questions as you go along. Um, other people are going to support you. Other people are going to um, um, uh, you know, hold you accountable as well. Um, people post photos of really cool non-alcoholic drinks. People post before and after photos. One woman lost 15 pounds. Um, uh, another guy, like I said before, he had some skin condition completely gone, his skin's a lot better. Other people are like going hiking in the morning now before they were sleeping in. Um, you know, it's kind of, saving money is huge as well. A lot of people are saying, wow, we're just saving so much money, it's incredible. So the benefits of doing this are huge, okay? But you also need someone to walk you through it. You need someone to hold you accountable and really be there with you along the way. So let me be that person. Just click on the link below the video that you're watching right now and then just click, um, it, the video will come up. It's literally 30daynoalcoholchallenge.com forward slash P2. It's just in the, uh, the about section there. Uh, and then uh, and, join, and join me. Just put your details in. And then when you do that, I'm going to send you a little voice message welcoming you into the group, okay? So if you sign up right now, whether you're watching this live or whether you're watching this on the replay on, in YouTube heaven, <laughs> it's been up here a while, uh, right now just click on that button, or go to 30daynoalcoholchallenge.com, um, put in your details, sign up. Um, it's just $67 a month, okay? You can cancel the month at the, if it's not for you, okay? It's a money-back guarantee. If you don't like it or it didn't work for you, you can ask me money back, give it back. It's fine. It's okay. It's no worries, okay? It's no problem at all. But when you go ahead and, and, and do that, I will then uh, send you an audio message welcoming you. I'm going to send you directly to you. Welcome, I saw you just sign up. I'm so glad to have you here. It's awesome. And then you're going to go into the closed Facebook group. I'm going to give you access into the closed Facebook group. The closed Facebook group are all people who've joined the official challenge. They're all people who've paid the $67 to come into the challenge, okay? And we are going to uh, support you and help you, and we're going to walk you through this, this journey. All right, so I'll take some more questions just before we go here. So has anyone got a question here before we, uh, we wrap this up? Uh, Rebecca Edwards says, James is right on everyone. It is amazing to be sober and life is so much more fun when you're consciously aware. Clone yourself, please. Rebecca Edwards, thank you. I love that. Clota Higgins says, thank you and having the best fun in a long time. Thank you, James. 
great video presentation. Thank you, Clodagh. I appreciate that. Any final questions or any final comments, go ahead and just leave a comment down below. I would love to hear from you. We've still got a lot of people watching this right now. It's amazing. Thank you so much for being here and staying the distance. If you're still watching me, it means that you want me to give you some more tips, right? Would you like me to give you some little bonus tips? If three people watching right now say yes, give us three more bonus tips, I'll give you three more bonus tips right now. But I'm not going to do it if people don't. So if you're watching right now and you want three more bonus tips on how to quit drinking uh, or, or reduce your alcohol intake, intake, say uh, yes, give me the three tips and I'll do it. Uh, still waiting. I'm still waiting. Let me just check on another thing here while I'm waiting for that. Um, okay. Here we are. Clodagh again says you're welcome. Thanks, Clodagh. You're a big supporter of mine. I love it. Um, uh, Onjin says, having sex with a beautiful girl with whom you made a great sober connection with the night before. That sounds pretty good to me. I like it. <laughs> Stephen uh, Hillwood says, write or journal. That's a good one. That's a good one. All right, here come the yeses. We've got Kyle Schuberg says, yes. Kevin says, yes. Kyle says, good stuff so far. Louis Guerra says, yes. Shadowwork 2 k 5 says, yes. Morgan Sims Geiger says, yes. Zadzinki says, yes. Uh, Clodo asked a question, what would be your top five tips that you would give to pre-James drinking to now? Good question, Clodo. You're a good question. I like it. All right, I've got enough yeses, so let's give you a couple more tips just before we wrap this up, all right? So, um, host your own party at your house. Host your own non-alcoholic party. Host it. So, this is my living room. You can see here, I put a, I put a, uh, uh, a poker table there every second Tuesday. And I invite uh, seven, eight, sometimes nine or ten of my guy friends who come over to my apartment to play poker. I have a big professional poker table and we sit around and we play. Now, on the first night I hosted this, my friend Zach, um, who's a little bit overweight at the moment, he needs to lose a few pounds, uh, drinks a bit too much, eats a bit bad food. He came around, came around with some beers and, he came, and then he said, who wants to get pizza? And then he ordered a pizza and these three pizzas came up. And I ate some of the pizza and some of the other people ate the pizza and he drank some of the beers, a couple of the other people drank the beers. And it was a pretty fun night. And then I woke up the next day feeling like crap because I'd eaten the pizza, right? And because I'd eaten, so, I'd drunk some of the soda stuff that they had, it was like Sprite and, um, and I just didn't feel good. And I said, you know what, bugger that. I, I don't want people coming to my house and bringing crappy food in and, and, and crappy drinks that I don't want to drink, right? And so, um, I just said after that, I said, from now on in, it's a, it's a crap food and alcohol-free zone. Okay, so no, no, no pizzas and no, uh, no chips and no alcohol. And I just said that on the invite, I just sent it to people. And nobody said anything. Zach was like, okay, cool, man, cool. So everyone just showed up and everyone now just brings a little bit of water. I put out to, um, some, some hummus with some, um, some nice uh, vegetables, some nice um, fresh vegetables. People just dip it in there, got a little bit of salsa dip. And we just spend these great nights sitting around, talking, having fun, having a poker night, eight guys, nine guys, not a drop of alcohol. And it's awesome because the conversation flows and everyone feels good. So host your own non-alcoholic party and see how damn easy it is. Nobody complained. In fact, all of my friends are health conscious people anyway. It was only really Zach who was bringing in the bad stuff and now he's, he's on board with it. He's like, yeah, yeah, I should report that. Yeah, it's cool. And so now he's just on board. Now he just drinks water. And we all just drink water and we just snack on a little bit of um, healthy food. So 
host your own non-alcoholic party. Just start small. Just tell people, hey, I'm going to have a healthy potluck party where everyone's going to come. No alcohol, but um, really great food. Bring some great food. And then just see and test and see how it is. See how it feels like to do that. Um, okay. Another quick tip um, before we go is um, the first drink is, excuse me, the first drink is the drink to avoid, okay? So um, you can avoid the first drink. Man, you will avoid the second and the third and the fourth. I know it makes sense, right? But just do everything in your power not to have that one drink because as soon as you have the one drink, then you'll just, you'll go into the second and the third. So what do you say to yourself? We go back to this, right? We go back to the first one, which is... Uh, uh, I easily only drink water and soda. I easily only drink water and soda. Okay? I easily only drink water and soda. And when you say that to yourself, okay, then it's impossible to have the first drink. All right? So always avoid the first drink because the first will lead to the second and third, and before you know it, you're down to the in a, in a rabbit hole. I have this issue myself, actually. In Australia, where I come from, there's a biscuit called um, Barbecue Shapes by a company called Arnott's. I love them. Arnott's Barbecue Shapes. Oh, they're delicious. Google them right now. You can see them. They're like this really beautiful little cookie chip biscuit thing. Oh, they're so good. And they come in a box, a little green box. And when I open those things, I say, oh, I'm only going to have one handful. I reach in, I have a handful, I eat them. It never happens. I end up eating that whole box. It's so delicious. So the only way I can control myself from eating that, that food, because it's not very good for me, even though it's delicious, is I just don't buy it at all, or I buy it on very special occasions. So for the same thing with alcohol, okay, like I easily only drink water. Just don't have the first, don't have the first drink, okay? Um, and then let's give, me one, let's give you one more tip, okay? So... Uh, uh, here's the other thing, okay? Like, it's easy. Like, I don't want to go over the easily again, but it's a mindset shift, okay? Because drinkers, they suffer this illusion that alcohol helps them relax or gives them courage or makes them more eloquent and more fun to be with. But in fact, it does the complete opposite, okay? I should write that down. Actually. It does the complete opposite. I'll just put it here. Complete opposite. Whoops, I'm not spelling it right. So alcohol does the complete opposite of what you think it does. Sorry, there you go, the complete opposite. The complete opposite. It doesn't make you more courageous. It doesn't make you cooler. Okay, it doesn't make you more eloquent. It doesn't make you more fun to be with. It does the complete opposite, all right? So get out of this conditioning that alcohol gives you some sort of pleasure or support. Life is simply better without alcohol. I'm going to write it down. Life is simply better without alcohol. I'm running out of uh, I'm running out of paper here before I finish this. Life is simply better. 30 day no alcohol challenge.com. Let me just get a better thing here. Life is simply better. alcohol you can quote me on that I like that I'm not sign there you go James Swanick life is simply better without alcohol 
30daynoalcoholchallenge.com. Please type it in, put it on Facebook, share it with you. If you're watching this right now, take a photo. Get out your iPhone right now, okay, and take a photo of the screen of you watching me and post it on your Facebook with a link to 30 Day No Alcohol Challenge. And just tell people what you liked about this. Hey, I just saw this cool video from James. Check it out. Go visit 30daynoalcoholchallenge.com. You want me to... You want me to pause? Here we go. I'm going to get your phone out. Here we go. Get your iPhone out. Get your camera ready. I'm going to pose and I want you to take a photo of you watching it, watching this. Or you can even do this. You can put yourself in the photo like this and like, I'll show you what I'm going to do here. Let's have a look here. Let's go. Photo. Here we go. You can do it like this and do, do the thumbs up like. And you can post that and say, hey, just watched a cool video. James taught, taught us about how to... Uh, to quit alcohol and why alcohol is no good for you. So go ahead and share that. Follow me on Instagram, at James Swanick, J-A-M-E-S-S-W-A-N-W-I-C-K. Uh, I'll put it up here. So it's at J-A-M-E-S-S-W-A-N-W-I-C-K. Um, follow me on Twitter at, at James Swanick. Um, Instagram, Facebook, you can get me there. Um, but it's really important, it would mean the, the world to me if you got a lot of value out of this. Please do share this any way that you feel comfortable sharing it. If you don't feel comfortable sharing it, don't do it, but if you do, I would love it if you could just help spread the word. Just send this video if you're watching the replay to someone who would like it. Um, if you just took a photo of yourself, post it on your Instagram and tag me in there, at James Swanick, and just type in like, what one thing did you learn from this. Follow me on Twitter. Um, uh, and then, and then join, join me in the challenge, www.noalcoholchallenge.com. Just click on that button down below, okay? It's right here in the About section. It's in the About section. Just click on that link. It's going to take you through. You can watch the video. You can see the fat face of me with Jennifer Aniston. You can hear more about my story and my transformation. And then join us in the group, and I'll take care of you, and I will walk you through your 30-day no-alcohol challenge so you can lose weight, save money, sleep better, attract better friends, improve your relationships, and just live a much better, fun life. Because remember, life is simply better without alcohol. All right. Well, thank you so much uh, for watching. I'll just do one final sign-off here, look at some comments here. Morgan says, what do you do with a sibling, an older sister who gets drunk or drinks a lot and hounds you or embarrasses because you're not drinking? Also name calling like prissy. Listen, who cares? Just laugh it off. Don't let it affect you because as soon as she sees that it is affecting you, she's going to come at you more. When she sees that it doesn't bother you, who cares? It's like, you know, I'm just too strong in mind. Yeah, you're right. I am a little prissy. That's okay. I'm a little prissy, non-drinking, non-alcoholic prissy girl. Whatever. I can live with it. I'm too strong in mind. I'm too strong in mind. Just joke about it. Who cares? Don't make it a big deal. As soon as you react, she's going to react and like start coming at you more. So just forget about it. You're not prissy. You're just living the life that you want to lead. Okay? Clodagh says, tip two, plan your first drink. I'm looking forward to drinking a sparkling mineral water tonic with lemon. High five, virtual high five. Stephen Hillwood says, can you recommend a great book about nutrition that covers the basics for beginners like a Nutrition 101? I do the paleo, um, the paleo diet. There's a great guy called Rob Wolf who did a book with the Paleo Solution. That's a good start. I do talk about paleo and veganism and vegetarianism and workouts and all those kind of things in the 30 Day No Alcohol Challenge. So if you join us, Stephen, just join us in the group. 
come in there, do the challenge. I'm going to teach you everything about good nutrition and diet and workouts. I don't know what you're trying to get to, but if you want to like lose a little bit of weight, I give you a bonus section there called Total Body Transformation where you can learn how to get your ideal dream body, okay? Feeling great and amazing. So just join the challenge. It's nothing. It's like 67 bucks a month. You spend that amount of money on booze and alcohol and feeling like crap. Give it to me and I will take care of you. I will save you 10 times that. You give me 67 bucks, I'll save you 670. You give me 67 bucks to come into the 30 day no alcohol challenge, I'll teach you how to quit alcohol and I'll give you a nutrition plan, I'll get you fit and healthy, it'll totally transform your life, okay? Um, uh, Clodagh says, tip three, life is simply better being you. Alcohol is not gonna make you a better you, correct. And Morgan says, one more question, what do you do with a sibling? Oh no, we've already done that. Uh, I'm in. Thanks so much. Clodagh is in. I love it. Let's have a look. Good stuff, Clodagh. I'm a big fan. Love your work. Uh, terrific stuff. Uh, Don Cruz is in there, which is awesome. Thank. He's just joined us. Jorge's just joined us as well. Terrific. I love it. Look at this. We've got people coming in now. This is terrific. We've got Don. We've got Jeannie who's in there. We've got... Uh, We've got uh, Chris. Chris has joined us in the 30 Day No Alcohol Challenge. Welcome, Chris. It's awesome to have you there. We've got Mark. I'm looking at my inbox here now. We've got Mark who's just joined us. Thank you so much. Awesome that you're joining me here in the 30 Day No Alcohol Challenge. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. And if you are still in doubt right now, just do the math in your head. What do you spend on alcohol and alcohol-related activities? What do you spend on alcohol and alcohol-related activities? It's a lot. If it's more than $67, come and join me in the 30-day no alcohol challenge and I will walk you through, I'll teach you how to do it. If it's costing you relationships, if your drinking is making you not get the girl or not get the guy or it's putting a strain on your relationship, what's that costing you? It's costing you your soul, it's costing you money, it's costing you a broken relationship which in turn hurts your, your professional career because you're not working as much which means you're not making as much money. What's it doing to your health? If you're carrying a few extra weights, is it putting strain on your heart? Do you wake up in the morning with self-loathing and look at yourself and go, oh, I'm not supposed to look like this? Alcohol is damaging you. If that is damaging you and you want it to stop, join me in the 30-day no alcohol challenge. I will send you an email every day with a video. I will welcome you. I'll put you in that closed group, big support group. We're here to help and we'll walk you through it, okay? So... I'm going to sign off now because we've gone way over schedule. But thank you to, to Mark, uh, Chris, and Jeannie, uh, and Clota for joining 30 Day No Alcohol Challenge. Like I said, it, I don't just walk you through quitting alcohol. I also give you a nutrition plan. I also tell you what not to drink, what not to eat. Um, we do a business as well. I teach you some cool things on how to make more money because a lot of this thing is you're going to have so much more money. You're going to have saved a lot of money. And so a lot of this is, what do you do with this, this extra money that you've got? What do you spend it on? So I've interviewed some of the world's best experts, a guy called Mr. Money, who's going to teach you how to invest that money and make it grow for you and other cool things you can do. I'm going to teach you what kind of things you could do on a Saturday or Sunday morning, like hiking, running, biking, how to find groups of people in your area that you can join up with, um, how you literally get those people and how you reach out to them. Conversation techniques as well, like I talked about, what's your story? I'm going to teach you how to talk to people and how to be the most interesting person in the room without having to have a drop of alcohol, without having to drop, have a drop of alcohol. It's a money-back guarantee. You don't like it, just ask me for a refund. I won't ask any questions. Just bang, money back. 
guarantee, but I would love for you to join us in the program. You've got nothing to lose. Uh, it, it, it's a money-back guarantee. So you put the $67 down now, and you don't like it, it's not for you after 30 days, just refund your money. Nobody does it because it's, it has such a profound impact. You will save money, you will improve your relationships, you will get better conversational skills because you're out there with people um, and you'll know how to connect with them and create a connection. Uh, you're gonna feel better, you're gonna look better. Alcohol is a poison, right? And when you put that poison in your body, it shows up in your face, it shows up in your skin, it shows up in your, in, in, in your entire body. One of the things that happens when you quit drinking alcohol is people go, wow, have you been working out? You look amazing, what, what's different? And it's just because the alcohol, has, the poison has left your body and you look amazing. For women in particular, like you look so much younger. These crow's feet that women get under here and the black eyes, you don't need to buy expensive moisturizer and do a Botox and all that kind of stuff, just quit drinking. You look five years younger, just like that. 30 days, no drinking, Women look five years younger because the, all of the, the poison just leaves their brain, so leaves their face rather. So if you want to feel amazing and look amazing and like defy age and you want to say, wow, you look incredible, have glowing skin, if you're a woman, take a 30-day break from alcohol. Join the challenge. Just click the link in the button below right now. Go through it. Click the button below the, the, uh, the video, which is on that page. And just join us. It's 67 bucks. What do you spend on moisturizer every month? What do you spend on moisturizer every month? Stop spending the money on moisturizer and instead just come into the 30-day challenge and uh, I'll teach you how to, to, to get amazing skin just from stopping alcohol. There's a button below the video in once you click on that link. It says it's called Claim Your Spot Now. So just click on that and join us in the program and I'll help you look five years younger just by quitting alcohol. Okay? Um, and uh, for you watching right now, thank you so much for watching. I think it's time I go because I've been talking a bit too long here. Uh, uh, Chloe says, uh, what's next now, James? Thank you, amazing, infinite thanks, as says Dougie Fulano. Uh, what are you doing now, James, after this video? What I'm doing now, I'm going to eat some food. I'm going to have some beautiful food. I'm going to go out into the sunshine in West Hollywood where it's beautiful sunny right now. And, uh, and I'm going to go and just have fun and just live my life and be awesome. I'm going to personally welcome the people who just joined up to the 30-day no alcohol challenge. So uh, I've got to go and do that. Thank you so much, 30daynoalcoholchallenge.com. Follow me on Instagram. Uh, share this on your page. Tell me what you liked about it and sign up and join me. I will help you quit alcohol for 30 days and sleep better, make more money, um, look better, look younger, feel amazing, attract better people into your life. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll catch you on the next one. Well, you made it to the end. What do you think? Are you in or are you out? Are you going to go by another month that's the same old thing, hung over on Saturday and Sunday mornings? Or are you going to take a stand for your life, make a change? If you, Einstein said, insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. If you want to continue doing the same thing, that's all good. But if you want to upgrade your life, upgrade your results, now is the time to make a change. And it's these small little choices that compound. And think about what you can accomplish in a month. You've got 30 days, clear-headed, on point, 
motivated and plugged in, most importantly, to a community of guys like myself, James, Stefan, and thousands of other people that are starting to hit their goals physically and financially because you're going to have more time, more energy to get clear on what you want to create in your life instead of being in bed hungover or being too broke because you spent all your money out at the bar. I'm going to be sharing with you a couple other things throughout this week that you can actually start building while you are on this path of sobriety and detoxing, cleansing, that's going to blow your freaking mind. Literally 30 days from now, you can have a business up with multiple income streams going. And those of you who want to work with me and coach me to coach and mentor you through this as your sponsor, I'm going to plug you into networks and systems and show you a whole new realm of possibilities that you never even knew existed, my man or my girl. Um, I'm just stoked for you to do this. I, I, this is the first step. Like For all my clients, I recommend them. This is the first step. And then we look at finances. And that's what we're going to be doing later in this week. I'm going to share with some other couple of sponsors that are coming on board. But right now, this is step one, getting your health and mindset right and stopping these addictive behaviors. Because basically, I look back on my life, I was drinking basically every weekend since I was 18. Since I was 18, I would be going to bars, clubs, parties, having at least one drink. I'm a lot older than 18, so I've been doing this for about 20 years, you know. Um, and even before 18, I was drinking. So just think about your own life. When did you start drinking? Calculate. How many months, if any, have you ever been sober in the last 1, 2, 5, 10, 20, 30 years? Let's get real. Let's get real. Take an honest, authentic look at where you're at, but more importantly, where you want to be. So if you want to work with James and I, go ahead, click the link below, share it with some friends. As always, share this episode out. A lot of people can literally get their life changed by this episode, guys. This is so, so, so powerful. And, you know, it's, it's just time. It's time to say enough. And don't just make it for... Our, uh, one of those New Year's resolutions they say, oh, I'm going to stop doing this or doing that. And then a week later, you're back into it. No, that's why I'm here. I'm going to be your sponsor through this and check in with you daily if you want. I'm committed to you if you're committed to yourself. So prove it by clicking the link, 30daynoalcoholchallenge.com forward slash Quinton, Q-U-I-N-T-O-N. Make sure you use that link because that's coded to myself and that's where you get the bonuses and, and able to work with me. And let's do this, man. Let's do this. Thanks again for tuning in. I love you. Appreciate you. See you on the next episode and share this. Once again, go over to iTunes, leave a review. What do you think? Are you going to do this challenge? If so, let me know on the review. I'm going to check in and see who's leaving reviews, and I appreciate all of them that come in. You can go ahead, as I said before, watch this over on the YouTube channel, Quentin Carlin on YouTube. Just search that. It'll pop up. And let's rock. See ya.